Hi, and welcome. My name is Rob Scott from UC Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the unified communications, collaboration, and CX technology industries. Today, I'm joined by Mitel, and we're going to be talking about cloud migrations and some of the challenges that exist out there in today's world. So, welcome, everybody. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, everyone. So, uh, how about we start with a quick round of introductions before we get stuck into this topic? Uh, Rami, would you like to go first? Yeah, sure, Rob. Hi, hi everyone. My name is Rami Hubi. I'm responsible for uh, cloud business in uh, international region at Mitel. Uh, so Mitel is, uh, is an organization, global organization. Our mission statement is uh, to provide seamless collaboration and communication to enterprises of all sizes. Thanks, Rami, and welcome. Uh, Shameen. My name is Shameen Smiley. Um, I'm Mitel's contact center sales manager. Thanks and welcome. And finally, Nick. Yeah, good morning, Rob. Uh, my name is Nick Rigger. I'm MyTiles Head of Sales in the UK. So um, luckily enough, I get to work with both partners and end customers alike. So uh, uh, yeah, good to speak to you. Great. Well, good to have you on this morning. And um, thanks for joining me. We've got an interesting topic today because we're, we're going to try to cover really the full spectrum of business communications and some of those challenges that exist right now uh, in, the, in the year 2020, which has been a a very different year for all of us. Um, but first of all, you know, I'd like to kind of start with Rami, if possible, just to kind of you know give us a state of play on kind of that move from you know uh, on-premise PBX to the cloud. A, a lot of organisations, uh, probably about eighty percent, I think, in the UK certainly uh, were or had uh, on-premise kind of solutions. So, kind of what how's that how's that gone from your perspective so far this year? I mean, for us, really, this is business as usual. So we help businesses, thousands of businesses who've got on-premise technology to move to the cloud. Uh, and this goes at their own pace. And what we have obviously seen in the, uh, in the, from the onset of the pandemic is an accelerated uh, intention to, to migrate. But there are a lot of customers that have made investments in on-premise technology that would wish to enable remote working, for example and uh, empower business continuity, uh, which um, Mitel has been front and center in helping in, uh, those customers. Now, what is key in this is embracing um, communication applications and tools that are not just relevant for the on-prem technology, but can actually um, um, go and, and, and be consumed uh, once the customer has actually migrated to the cloud. So basically, it's it's having those those applications be delivered, communication applications be delivered from the cloud, but also be capable of serving multiple uh, different types of deployments or supporting different types of deployments, whether it's on-prem, cloud, um, uh, or uh, even hybrid deployments. Um, and you know, maybe my friend Nick can can perhaps expand on this and share. Uh, his experience with some examples from the UK market. Thanks. Yeah, completely. I mean, so I think you know, looking at that, Rami, I think one of the one of the biggest challenges I guess we faced right at the very start is the conception around around what we've been doing for, for in terms of remote working. We've been providing this technology for years. We've got millions of users across the UK business community, from from small, medium to enterprise to enterprise customers, who've been actually deploying remote working capability, albeit using it from an on-prem or within their own office environment. 
Um, so, you know, it's actually more around the mindset change around the fact that this technology with some of the support from our, from our incredible partner community that sort of just got straight involved with some of these immediate, real, real alert situations, trying to enable organizations to redeploy their workforce into their, into their home environment. So, you know, front and center are some, some real great examples. Um, uh, the Anna Freud Center, you know, it's, it's a, a world renowned um, uh, families and children mental health um, charity. Um, you know, these guys are, had actually deployed a MySol UC solution, um, albeit you know, a few years ago, and were quite well versed in terms of remote working and some of the hybrid capabilities that the technology was able to deliver. But immediately, you know, one of our partners that look after look after Anna Freud Opus um, were able to support them in terms of in, from going from a London-based office to immediately the, the sort of dispersed home locations to support their continued um, capability for their for their users, and obviously from a from a from a um, from the purpose of it being a, that sort of charity dealing with those sort of issues and those sort of concerns, it was of paramount importance that are able to be in place as quickly as possible. Uh, another great example, you know, we like work some with some incredible customers, and you know, Olive Community, Olive, one of our patent partners, look after um, the British Red Cross. So imagine the immediate um, sort of pace of change that was required to enable the British Red Cross to not only sort of re-pivot and to enable home working across their organization, but to deploy a contact center to set up to support the COVID situation at the very outset within six days. So, you know, going from having nothing to a fully functioning omnichannel contact center within six days, it, you know, that's down to the testimony and the capability of the partner Olive, but also the technology that was in place it just needed to make sure that we could design it appropriately to support British Red Cross moving forwards. Yeah, it's interesting because Mitel systems and platforms have always had these capabilities in built for, for a long, long time, right? We were talking years and years. <laughs> uh, we've been doing VoIP and remote working kind of technology. So I imagine a lot of organizations just, you know, may not have used that kind of capability before, but just, you know, started to need to switch that on during the uh, kind of, pandemic period. Is that fair to say, Nick? Uh, well, I, I, I would agree. Um, the majority of the conversations I've been having for all of this year, really, ha has been about how to enable and consume technology that, for a MyTel customer, um, for the large part, they've already got. Um, I was speaking to a customer just last week, um, and they've got 1,700 agents, and we were just going through doing a bit of a synopsis uh, about the journey from January till up to September. And they, they migrated 17 agents, I say migrated or moved, shifted uh, 700 agents from from office locations to, to remote working. Um, but in doing that, they had to really think very differently about, about their processes and, and about how they connect everybody. Um, and, and the constant conversations that we're all having with customers, and, and when I think about contact center and customer experience, the three the three things that we see customers and businesses coming to us for are, you know, enhancing customer experience, infrastructure, modernization, and access to next, next generation apps. And all of that can be done with Mitel, whether you're on-site, you're hybrid, um, public cloud or, or private cloud. But I think it's the important thing is about recognizing that business continuity um needs to happen regardless of, of of a pandemic we need flexibility and agility and i think the tech as a consequence has become our friend because of all, because of all those reasons yeah absolutely having that right foundation in from the start is a 
you know, is a really key point, isn't it, for, certainly for business continuity. Um, Nick, uh, interested to hear about kind of how attitudes might have changed uh, towards, you know, things like remote working, you know, back in, back in the day, if we could say that now, uh, you know, a lot of organizations just you know, kind of didn't want to, or didn't believe in uh, remote working and, and didn't believe that, you know, people could be productive at home. Uh, what's the perception now? Well, I think the biggest sort of um, way to be able to judge as to whether that's been successful or not is whether whether my family think I'm actually working now. Because typically you get the whole, oh, working at home type question. Oh, you must be saying, I've been working from home for 20 years. Okay, it's, it's, it's an absolute must from a, from a sales perspective, working with partners and customers alike. It's the way that I've always had to work. Okay, so, uh, but I think it's always been that sort of, that, that um, I wouldn't say doubt, but certainly some people would judge that to be a rather um, a rather pleasant way to work, right? You know, not having to go into the office, not having to clock in, et cetera, et cetera. And that's, that's a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal capability. But I think now it's a case of um, people really understand this is the actual reality. I've been fortunate, as my colleagues uh, Shamim and Rami can testify, that this is just continuation for us. This is pretty much, we were just talking before the session started about, about feeling about you know, I'm actually missing standing on a train platform in the in the in the rain, wanting to get into London now or get in to see a customer or a partner. Um, but you know, this is this is where we are. Okay, and I think you know the the biggest barrier I think to to adoption in terms of in terms of in terms of working from home is the misconception that you actually weren't. But everyone now you understand that these you know that the, the capabilities phenomenally. This is just a way of life now. It's absolutely what we do. So. Um, and I think the pandemic's just accelerated the need for the tools to be deployed. And I think it's not just a case of the, the, the collaboration tools that we now need. It's the consistency and continuity and reliability of that tool set to ensure that to ensure that the collaboration um, is beneficial and efficient across the organization. So, you know, organizations have now had no choice but to enable their, their employees to be able to work from home, to contact their customers, to support their, their internal customers alike as well. So. Um, and I think now employees have certainly embraced it from what I can tell. You know, I think if my mother-in-law thinks that I'm actually working at home now, then I think I've pretty much cracked it. I must be doing something. So, um, so look, I, you know, and that's it for me. I think, you know, from a, from a, from a user perspective, I'm a user and I, I, the tooling has always benefited the capability to, to perform and to, and to collaborate with my colleagues. Uh, but I think now everyone's embraced this capability. Um, it's now about how we look at it from a medium to long term to ensure that what's in place is sustainable and can support for all organizations' collaboration requirements in a secure way. I think there's some benefits as well, though, isn't it? Um, I'm trying to pull some positives from this from, from a people uh, perspective. And, and I think a lot of us have, have been able to sort of recalibrate our lives um, and, and really try to, to, to work out and, and underline what's important to us. And that there are benefits from not having to travel so much, um, being able to sort of get some semblance of, of work-life work -life balance. And I think when I talk to, you know, Nick, Rami and the, re the rest of our colleagues at Mitel, I think we pivoted hard to remote working and we were just running really, really fast. But I think we, you know, because it's been going on so long, we've been able to sort of learn, educate ourselves, and, and try to pull the best pieces and, and try to get some separation between between work and outside of work. Um, so that there are some real benefits and, and as but we've got to keep doing these check-ins with ourselves to make sure that we we don't sort of over rotate on on working or and even not working. What do you think, Rami? 
Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, you know, Nick just gave me a thought of going to a train station and standing on a platform, just remembering the old, the good old days. But I think, I think uh, you know, you're, Nick talked about the, you know, the changes in work practices, but also I think there is a change towards anywhere working. So, you know, that concept uh, in the work, uh, in, in the entire workplace, but but also looking at collaboration as, as a set of tools that need to be integrated with other business tools. And collaboration should not be seen as, a, as purely you know, an over-the-top uh, video conferencing application. Collaboration is more inclusive of uh, chat functionality, digital workspace, uh, where people can uh, meet, share ideas, innovate, create new ideas. Uh, and, and the holy grail around uh, pro, you know, the sort of next generation productivity enabler is how do you bring this to the real business tools? Uh, and, you know, and, and I think if you look at uh, Mitel channel partners, they are the subject matter experts in terms of uh, bringing those um, the, the sort of the innovation in, in the collaboration tool set and making them consume in a consumable way that integrate seamlessly with business applications. Rami, I've got another question to ask you there around kind of, and it might be one for Nick to chime in or possibly Shireen, but uh, around the kind of trends in sales uh, across the pandemic period, has there been anything that kind of jumps out to you that says, you know what, that that is very indicative of where we are in today's world and, and those new attitudes or the change of attitude towards technology? I mean, certainly, I mean, as Nick said, said it right, from, we, we've been working from home ourselves in the sales organization for a couple of decades already. Uh, and in, in it's been, you know, the, the sort of uh, stand, standard for us. The, what I have seen myself is that customers' acceptance of uh, holding uh, webinars, meetings remotely, and customers being open to, to doing this uh, more than ever. You know, pre uh, pre pandemic, uh, it was you know a standard you know practice or an expectation that customers would want you to come to their site, do you know do the full demo or even come to yours. There is now uh, you know the the uh, the acceptance that all of this could be done remotely, and uh, and I, I mean I I see this pretty much um, on a global basis as my role is. So maybe uh, Nick or Shamin can put the more sort of day-to-day uh, -day, uh, perspective from engagement with UK customers. Yeah, I, for me, it's it's lock, lockdown has forced many of us to to pivot and, and use technology that perhaps we wouldn't have considered before. Um, even when I think about my mother, she's she's eighty-one, and pre pre-pandemic, um, you know, I had to rely on phoning her and and texting. But because we couldn't see each other, she, you know, she wanted me to teach her how to use WhatsApp so we can do video video sessions. And I, and I think this has opened up a whole new area for 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 a, a bigger demographic. And as 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 a result, people have realised that the tech isn't as difficult and as you know out there as they once thought. So it's made everything a lot easier, opened our minds. And, and the tools that we're using every day outside of business are now being consumed quicker by businesses because everybody wants it and everybody realizes the benefits. But equally, I think it's about having choice as well because too much video, as we all know, can, can be can be worse. Um, 
a lot of us are, are going back to just doing vice only just so that we can do things like you know pace around the garden and and just you know not be tied to these chairs all, all day and, and every day so there, there's there's loads of, loads and loads of nuances i think as a result that we probably would never have seen had it not been for what we're going through right now yeah interesting it's, it's very 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 interesting and shereen I wanted to focus in on the, on the call centre or the contact centre for a moment uh, and just kind of talk a little bit around their particular challenges because call centres or contact centres are, are traditionally quite complex. Uh, they live in often silos in organisations and do things in different ways and have lots of legacy kind of customizations and things like that. So I was keen to kind of hear what challenges they've been through this year because it, it's is it just as easy as kind of you know moving moving everyone to a, a you know a kind of remote working model or you know what kinds of challenges have you seen from your perspective well i think you know as 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 nick said earlier because um within within our sort of um let's call it application layers and i, I don't want to get technical on this call but we we have bundled in um options to have soft phones um remote working uh for forever and a lot of businesses were pleasantly surprised to realize that they didn't have to you know write us a check um to, to consume this new technology but it did open up a, a whole new area of of having to look at streamlining and and it's the whole people the business people the people thing internally so i, I talk a lot with with customers about, about contact centers being siloed and whilst this is true um, the, the siloed or the divisions between departments and operations, they, they, they usually, I want to say artificial or, or virtual, but you know, they're not physical. Um, and just because it's not integrated today doesn't mean that it can't be integrated to the wider business. And, and I think businesses now are just rethinking, um, you know, about what's important, about what's critical and, and about using the technology to bring things together. You know, I, I said earlier, agents, supervisors, they can be, you know, they, they've always been able to be geographically located anywhere. And, and I think the beauty of cloud means that you can, you know, contact centers can sort of consume new services at a pace that's convenient to them and also leverage their existing technology. You know, we, we never advocate a rip and replace. We, we want our customers to recognize the value of what they've purchased from us for, you know, a long, long time. So the ROIs are, are huge. Um, but but I but I think more importantly, because because everything moves into digital, um, businesses need businesses really realise that they, they they've got to start sort of adopting that and making it accessible to their customers in order to for all of us to be around, you know, next year all all complaining about how crap 2020 was, really. Indeed, uh, lots of learning lessons from 2020. Um, Rami, just around this up in terms of the road ahead, what's it look like for Mitel, uh, its channel community, and end customers? Yeah, I mean, from, from you know Mitel's perspective, we're working very closely with our channel partners. They are the subject matter experts. They are the trusted advisors and consultants for our customers. And their customers. Um, so we're working on delivering innovate, innovative solutions. How we take them to to the cloud. How we enhance their customer engagement and their own customers' engagement and experience. We know that customer engagement now is is a number one key differentiator, uh, overtaking price and product in a global economy where competition is fierce. Our mission is might might tell 
alongside our channel partners is to increase that customer engagement for our customers is to keep to keep them relevant to their, their own customers and make them even more competitive on a global scale perfect thank you very much for talking to me today everyone you're most welcome rob <laughs> And you can find out more at mytel.com, uh, certainly. Um, but that's it from us. Uh, if you've enjoyed today's session, please do give us a quick like or a share on social media. It's always appreciated. But for now, thanks for watching. <laughs>